hours later. All right, time to roll initiative. Welcome back to Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hello. Mike. Hi. And Dungeon Master Sean. Hi. <laughs> um, so this is our post Dungeons and Dragons discussion. We've spent a good amount of time, about three hours, probably a little more. Yeah, you're going to have to call this episode four hours later, unfortunately. Four and a half hours later, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we did uh, a one-off session with Sean, and so now we're going to talk about... We're basically just reviewing D&D. So how was it, Alex? So much fun. <laughs> so much fun. I think we all got the itch afterwards, right? Like we were the, in, yeah. in the chat like, yes. we're, we're going to trap Sean and just like Come make on, him Sean. do another another session. <laughs> this is one more roll, man. That's all I need. <laughs> I'll be good for a while. Just like scratching with his dice in his hands. I, like, <laughs> I literally sent them the uh, the Tyrone Bigums uh, picture when I was like, I had so, to stop myself from buying $50 dice. Fun thing, Sean. The reason we asked you here tonight. Lock the door. <laughs> oh, God. It's just like that conversation that we had about the methamphetamine. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we all had a good time. I don't know about you, Sean. You were on the other side of the table, kind of. Yeah, it was like the worst session ever. Yeah. <laughs> Business as usual. Um, no, it was, it was a ton of fun with you guys. Um, I've never done anything like this before where... You know, we're recording our the session, and it was definitely a different experience um, for me. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think mean, this is the first time I've played with a more diverse group. Being Alex has, I, oh, really I was had, like, I'm super white. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the token, though. <laughs> you uh, are the. T- <laughs> but yeah, Alex hasn't played as much. Um, I've been playing off and on for 15 years, and Mike. I hadn't played stopped, for probably yeah. 10 or 15. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd played regularly for probably 10, 12 years. Yeah, Easy. it was like 15 years for me. And we played completely different. I mean, we yeah. played with the grid map and... Yeah, and uh, it's different figures. everywhere. Yeah, yeah every, 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 everywhere you go, there's different. Sometimes we even play with the, the grid. Yeah, it's just, you know, the table that we have doesn't really fit it, but that hopefully will change yeah. within the next few months. Sean's getting the dungeon. Yep, that's true. And then we could play Dungeons and Dragons in the dungeon living room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, what what I really uh, enjoyed about the session, or what really made things a lot easier for me, is just another argument for me to get a smart TV when I move into my new house, uh, was having the map on the TV yeah. in oh, front of me. It's just like, this is so fucking useful. Thank I'm, God. I'm about to show you something. So one of my friends, uh, I was jumping through like on Facebook earlier, and he put up a picture of they, how they run their D&D campaign. And at first I was like, that's ridiculous. And then I thought about it, I was like, nah, man, I'm into it. So this is the oh, TV yeah. that the map and the characters are on that he updates in real time with damage and whatnot. And then this is the pl- the DM screen. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's... And all again, right. I think we all just had the same reaction I did, which was like, that's too much. Okay, I that's get it. a lot. It. Play, uh, played with my friend uh, Jason. He was my DM for a while. Um, he's in the group. And he actually would open up Photoshop and would draw, draw everything like live as we're going through it all. Why is there an angry face? Who reacted Where? with the angry face on the, oh. on the DM perspective? So kind of want to go through like a brief rundown of the history of D&D because uh, we kind of talked about our experiences already on the previous episode. Um, so, But we didn't really get into like a whole lot of what D&D is. Yeah, we were freaking out a little bit. I think we were all like nervous yeah. and like we were under the gun. We're like, we got to get to the game. <laughs> and so uh, so Dungeons and Dragons created uh, mostly by Gary Gygax. I kind of forgot the other guy's name. Gergergergergs. Um 
but the first uh, uh, D&D book was actually a um, kind of like a supplement to another game called Chainmail, which Gary Gygax and Jeff Perrin uh, created together. And it was like a miniature game. So kind of like, I don't know, like Warhammer is now or whatever. Dave Ar- Arneson? Dave Arneson. 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 Oh, like the name I just said. Okay, Alex. Almost. Alex, you've been aggressive tonight, <laughs> and I'm like, lo- I'm loving it. You're gonna need I'm to so tired. Give him some of the nip. <laughs> We're getting a Wait, new- what? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a new Alex tonight, and it is. I am. I am there for it. Matt offered me nip. I don't seem, know what he's. He seems scared and aroused. <laughs> so yeah, um, first first D and D part one or. Chapter or the first book was basically a supplement to D&D, first edition. The first one edition, that's that's a better way to say it. Uh, second, edition the first. Second edition was AD and D. I think Mike, you said you played that ADHD. Yes, you have that. Uh, no, AD and D is where I got started. Like I started playing it with a second edition with a group of friends that had. I swear to God, I, it had to have been every book. Like if it wasn't every book, I don't know what was going on. And that's the one that was close to what it is now you didn't need miniatures or anything like that yeah so that that's actually a thing i was gonna say that was really weird to me was that this felt a lot more because this is the first time i played fifth edition Mm. it felt a lot more like old school ad and d but in a version that like respected our time a little bit more and it got rid of some of the more like confusing things like thaco and just like weird the weird math was gone and it was all just very simplified but not stupid it was just like hey let's make this quicker let's get the flow going because i think ad&d didn't have the d20 system yet either i think that came in in third it used the d20s but it wasn't the d20 system that you like what we know of as the open gaming license that's all from third and from what i was looking at ad&d was kind of like each uh class kind of had to do things differently it was almost like a mini game for each class that was yeah, different. Yeah, and that's what made it difficult was like you not only had to know like what was wild to me the other day when we played is I didn't I had no concept of how your spells worked. No concept of how Alex's abilities worked. He just gets but mad. I I knew what you guys could do by and large. And like Sean does seem to have like an encyclopedic knowledge of what everybody does, but I even got the feeling that if even if you didn't, it was just, easy it was enough to hand. look up now that it wasn't like just a game down. breaker <laughs> versus before I remember like that's if fun. if we were going to play I had to know every ability you had and when they got to be used and yeah. how we got to use yeah. them because we had to strategize that. And the DM had to know everything. The DM job was the crappiest job because that was just you sitting there going like, all right, I mean, I guess like, okay, I have this one guy in the party that can do this one stupid thing and I have to plan everything around it. And they seem to have just simplified a lot of that. All right, let me get another rule book. Yeah. All right. Oh, These God, are, yeah. Uh, let me get another rule book. No, I need I need one rule book. I, I was shocked that like every time I looked at an, a supplementary book, it was just to flesh things out, not to change things. Mm-hmm. Like we, we legitimately had a book on psionics that we were, it was a forbidden tome. Yeah. We were not allowed to touch it <laughs> because it broke the game on such a fundamental level that we were just like, if a single person in the group has a psionic power, we have to change the game. We yeah. cannot play it the way we're playing. I think it even happened later on, like 3.5. I remember there was an issue with some of the books that some of my DMs just did not want us touching yeah. it. Um, and it was crazy, too. So the Dungeon Master kind of evolved from... Um, it, it was literally a referee for the game. Um, I think more closer to, like, first edition or maybe even just Chainmail, they had a player that was just the referee. And so that's kind of what evolved into the Game Master or the Dungeon Master. So now it's... so. I don't know where I'm going with it, but that's why you needed that one player needed to know all the rules, all the ways that a different player had to roll, what they should be rolling for, and stuff like that. 
That so makes I guess sense, it's though, become but, simplified yeah. into the, the dungeon master. Because it's now. so it's so much. And I even as a new character, I was like, okay, what what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> and and Shaw's like, oh yeah, just do this, this is this. I'm like, oh, you're not even seeing <laughs> my sheet, but you know it. Like <laughs> the you're diamond magic. one, Alex, the diamond one. I know. I know. I'm grabbing <laughs> the wrong dice. <laughs> So I, I, I kind of have a, a question. How, do you, how did you guys feel about just like the overall, the setting, the story, you know, the encounters, anything that you liked, it didn't like? I felt like this was the most I kind of got into like actually role playing because uh, when we played, I, I don't really do a voice or anything like that. And so I kind of, I felt more comfortable this time. Like it didn't, I didn't feel like I was trying and I felt easier to kind of get into character. Um, and I think, most of us really were actually role playing, which was yeah. I, I don't really experience that in my D and D games. It's yeah, usually... that was fun. You 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 and Mike are just it's just awesome. <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of being front and center with you guys. Um, I for me being new, I didn't know when I'm talking to the DM and when I'm like actually doing the action. So I was just like, I was finally getting that towards the end. But I, that's why I want to play more. <laughs> it's because like, okay, cool, cool. I could do this. You just want to go is... burn that barn down. Yeah, fuck so, that barn. <laughs> I've, I've always done voices when I play D&D. And the reason I started with it was because I hated the, I hated like having to constantly be like, um, this is me this time asking a question versus saying it's my character. So it was just really easy to be like, if you hear my normal voice, I'm talking to you. If you, yeah. if I do a weird mm-hmm. voice, that means I'm a character. Yeah. Yeah. But I also find it, because I like the role playing aspect of the role playing game. Like I truly, I could give a shit if I draw a single die through the entire game. Um, I like doing the voice because the second I figure out what I want the voice to sound like, I find it easier to not put myself in the character. Like kind of took you a while to find the voice on that one. It did. It did. <laughs> but like, like three different variations. It also like <laughs> when I, like if I play like a Skyrim, mm. A Skyrim. A Skyrim. You know, well, it's been released 73 times, so if I pick any one of them. So it's been um, Skyrim on my watch. But when I play something like Skyrim, even though I can make decisions and be the villain, I just can't. Like, I feel weird about being the bad guy yeah. because it's like, no, I'm the hero in this world. I'm playing the Outer Worlds, and I could be a complete piece of shit. The way my character is built, I could be just a scoundrel of the highest order. Instead, in my mind, in my head canon, it's a she's a scoundrel with a heart of gold. Where it's like she'll do what's good for her, but end of the day, she'll be every once in a while be like, "Keep the money, I'll do this one for free." Mm-hmm. When we play D anD D, like that character's voice is a, the voice of a dickhead. Yeah. I had no problem being a dick. Like it felt weird when I was like I was sitting there a couple times, like like in my head, I'm like, "Okay, I could probably do this and say," and I'm like, "No, that's not what this dude would do." I- I think I did the same thing, and I think I I I might have made you actually mad at some point when I was like, "It's not me; it's the character." Uh, you didn't. Maybe maybe the character got mad at my character, but I couldn't tell. Oh, probably. Yeah, I wasn't mad at. <laughs> no, I wasn't mad. Either. I was super happy with the fact that you guys were playing too, because I was just like, "Yes, this is great. Yeah. Let's all play in this dumb space right now." And I think um, the the small sh- session. I, I was worried we were making Sean mad. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like, I, oh, buddy. <laughs> pretty sure I, I did once. I was making fart noises. Um, <laughs> But I thought the session was great because it was a good like uh, blend of yeah this is going to be dialogue only kind of stuff um, following clues and then it's going to end with combat and yeah you almost threw some combat into there yeah <laughs> it the only reason I didn't was because I could tell that you guys were not ready to do combat right then no, because I'm, I'm I, ready for combat but my character's like come on what are you gonna what are we gonna what are we gonna do go punch this but that, waiter <laughs> that's actually a really good point though because that's one of the things that does happen as you play as a group 
is you build that actual camaraderie where like it stops becoming a thing where I have to be like, okay, you guys want to fight this guy? We're all going to fight him. Instead, we'll hit a point where like, you know my character and I know your character and I know like, if I do this thing, he's going to know to back me up and do this. And it is, it's really funny. Like, even though we're friends and know each other, the second we're playing that game, I'm like sitting there going like, okay, if I do this, are they going to know <laughs> I need them to defend me? But, and like having at a certain point, just like, metaphorically roll the dice to be like all right i'm gonna do something real fucking stupid and i really <laughs> hope you guys follow my lead yeah. on this and that kind of bugs me with other like um dnd games i've played where it's like okay you're in the dungeon and you walk into this room and there's a bugbear and then someone right away is like okay i'll go attack it <laughs> but then it's like what did that bugbear do to you yeah, yeah like what's yeah he's standing well, looking at us what was his crime exactly yeah. he was well, just, just standing just, there just in his bear? in his home just drunk and i think there's a perfect example on um adventure zone where they kind of talk out of that because they come across a bugbear and they cast charm on him and then like all of a sudden he's like their friend and comes back like episodes later like hey i was just watching out for you because i still like you yeah well <laughs> that's that's the fun part for me as a player and that's the thing i'm always worried about with the gm is i'm like am i putting am i giving you too much work now because like the easy thing, the easy thing is just be like, eight goblins appear, fucking fight. Right. There's books, there's stats, there's dice to roll. That bum, is bum, that there is bum, no bum, need to worry bum, about that. Bum, 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 and I'm always worried that I'm like, is my are my shenanigans like making this more difficult <laughs> than it needs to be? I mean, I know they are, but like, are they making it difficult to a place that's not fun? Is, yeah, is it not fun? And that that's like that was the reason I was nervous too. Because again, like not just as much as I don't know their characters and how they play, I don't know you, so I'm like. Is, is Sean going to slap me if I do a voice? Is Sean going to be like upset if is, I'm like... You're going to throw the metal D4 If heavy? I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to do no. this. And he's going to be like, no, it's not in the rules. <laughs> like, that's always the worry I have whenever I play with somebody new where I'm just like, oh, are you prepared for my particular brand of weirdness? Because it's going to it's gonna pop off right now. Oh, man. And you were. You absolutely were prepared. <laughs> I, I, you know, the group that I run with Matt has absolutely prepared me for whatever weird shit comes my way. I told you we have an endless jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and we get the mayonnaise and the bear, the barbarian in that group. It's why is everything falling on me right now? It's attacking you. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm just about prepared for whatever weird shit can come my way. It that that's part of being that's part of being a dungeon master. That's part of Dungeons and Dragons. Is you come up with something crazy and weird and out of out of the box, and you let the dice roll. Where they're gonna roll, and you roll with it exactly. Yeah, I, I think the reason I always play as cat, I always play as either cast like. I think you're just gonna say cat. I always play as a cat. <laughs> that I I did play as a cat in a Star tabaxi. Wars for Maybe like three in Star Wars for three years. I played as a Fargle, which is just a cat. <laughs> Fargle um, Rock. No, <laughs> he was a Terrascasi master. Oh, I rolled so many d sixes just randomly. Uh, Tabaxi's the, the the cat race. Um. And in Sean's campaign that I'm playing with them, our characters totally have like PTSD now because of a cat, because they were sniping us from a tower. No, they... it wasn't them. It was one. Yeah, but they were everywhere. <laughs> Did it but have I, like I, a I, little red lizard dot? No, but like one of us like almost instantly got dead. Um, yeah, it's, no, it was not, literally I'm... like a, a a stressful encounter. Like in real life, I was stressed out because. We couldn't like get to this guy because he's super far away. But that's another thing that is cool about D and D is like that's that's what the emotion that I felt from just that one thing. And it's super simple. There's a cat in a tower with a bow and arrow, but and poison. I, and I know you mean me. it's like a humanoid cat, but in my head I'm just getting a full like puss in boots situation. <laughs> no, not even bipedal, just on all fours. 
Just like, point, just point. like one of them's it's holding kind of the bow with its mouth and the other one's pulling the string back. Like the one. No, it's one stretching. <laughs> it's shooting itself out of the bow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a blast. Like not like I know we're reviewing Dungeons and Dragons, not just the session, but for both of them, I think they were really fun. My biggest fear coming out of it now is that I do want to play and I'm like legitimately trying to figure out like if I even could make the time. Right. Because that's the biggest thing is like it is a commitment. Like so anybody who wants to play it, like understand like for it to work well, you have to be committed to playing. Like it doesn't have to be once a week. doesn't even have to be once a month, but it has to be a regular interval and you all have to be able to show up or even, most of you. Not even regular because we're, we're on a weird schedule where it's like sometimes once a month, sometimes twice a month, sometimes once every three months. But, yeah, um, but I mean but yeah. like you have to at least know like there's that moment where you're like we're all good, we're all good, we're all yeah. good, we can go. The DD you, signals in the air. Like, I've had trouble, like, I wanted to buy Risk Legacy, like, the board game, and that's been a pain in the ass because I'm trying to find four people that I know yeah. I can be, like, the four of us can be in a room together for two hours at, at like, more than once, right? And Even then, it's, like, the, 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 it's, it takes a lot of time. Like, we played a three- to four-hour session, and for the most part, that's not even, like, how long a session goes. Sometimes, most of the time, they go a lot longer, um, but... It's not only scheduling everyone to get together at the same time, but it's like, do you have this amount of time to be yeah. together? And is, there's been a couple of times where we couldn't play, so we just got together and played like board games instead. But also, like, is everyone ready to have that time? Because yeah. like, that's the other scary part is like, if four of us are going to play D and D, and three of us are ready, but the fourth one's like, well, I haven't started my character. Well, that's <laughs> that's an hour at least, and so that's like, well, no, we can't really play until you get that done. At that so point, we're starting without them. You can jump in later. But it's just, it's just <laughs> such a weird scheduling thing where for like for a well yeah because even then we had quote unquote a, kids game yeah it is a thing where it's like this has to be scheduled like a goddamn job at times. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the character thing, me, you, and Alex had a meet up prior to game day basically to make our characters. Yeah, for this episode of three hours later, we put in a solid seven hours yeah. of time minimum, if not more, because I spent even more time outside of yep, just I did us. too. Yeah, but it was worth it. No, that's the craziest part is like I, I in the last episode we just recorded, I talked about how busy my month has been and how I had no time. It's the seven ish hours, <laughs> seven, eight hours I put into this was like some of the most fun I had the entire month. And I think even the session itself being about four hours or more didn't feel like it. No, oh, no, dude, it didn't. We, we could have kept going for three yeah, more hours like it ended and too soon. In I fact. wanted to. I wanted yeah. to. I, I, yeah, because I feel like where we ended was like right where a conversation is supposed to happen that sets yeah. up the actual adventure it was like, that we clearly f- were not on. You're going to figure out the quarter lane or what? That was my, fav- <laughs> my favorite part of that was the moment where I realized like we're not even the heroes here. The adventure is happening over there. We're just the assholes on the yeah. side that walked up and went, wait, what? <laughs> oh, we were day drinking. Yeah. yeah. I was Beer pr- hopping. <laughs> almost punched a waiter. I, I threw a priest, guys. <laughs> you dragged a priest outside. Yeah, you guys kidnapped a priest. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so proud of that. Find that episode on Patreon. Dot com slash three hours later. I yeah, that does remind me of like my favorite when I first saw the movie Anchorman. When they have the crazy <laughs> newscaster fight yeah, after the fact, get a grenade. <laughs> so that reminded me of like every time like we finish playing a session of D anD D, we're all like sitting there playing or eating Taco Bell. And it's just all of us going like that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a trident. Like we're just like I don't even know. Alex threw a priest. Yeah, because yeah, in the moment you're just like, shit, we gotta do this. I guess this is happening. And a good GM will let you. A good GM will let you confer. Yeah. But also be like, what are you doing? Stopping for a half hour in the middle of the fight? No. Yeah. 
go, go, let's go. You got to go. What are you going to do? Go, go, go. You're not going? Cool. They fucking swing at you. <laughs> you can't cast that spell. It's going to take 100 rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that takes a while, friend. But uh, as soon as you said prayer of healing, I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> but you know, I, I started praying before I walked in the room. Eventually, <laughs> it'll yeah. work. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. First off, you don't know my religion. I've been praying yeah, all day. Like, no, it's like <laughs> holding the Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> Alex is dead. Now. You pulled like, the half formed prayer out of your pocket. Like, hold on. Let me just. Oh, man. It's yeah. done. <laughs> no, I've taken the Eucharist now. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it was, it was a, that was a great time. Was like fun. that was legitimately, it was one of the most daunt. Like that was the most nervous I've been to record since our first episode, because that was the first one where I'm like, like just this is easy. Like mm. this is just us bullshitting. Like when I'm sitting there going like, oh god, I have to be in character. <laughs> I have to not be like, what is my character? I have to be un- not unlikable, but also I don't want to be like, I'm here to save yeah. everybody. <laughs> And then, like, having to figure out, like, how we're going to play and how we're all going to mesh together. It was just, it was wild how nervous I was. But then once we started going, it was the easiest episode to record. Yeah. Like, I I, I think this was the first episode where I kept forgetting about my microphone. <laughs> because I was just so, like, Excited, we were just playing yeah. that I'd be, like, leaning off to the side. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, so. It was a good time. Good times were had by all. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the end of it. It was a good time. Anyway, bye. <laughs> And that was the final episode. Um, I found that you know a pretty sweet app. I don't. I, my printer was broken, so I couldn't get my character sheet. And so I was shopping around for like apps and stuff. And there's a cool one called Fight Club Fifth Edition or Five E. And it was everything that I wanted in an app where I can literally have my spell list on there as a, a spellcaster, and it will tell me everything I need, need to know just by tapping it. So I don't need to have except like, for my, apparently how long a spell takes to cast. No, it was on there. I just can't read. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to give you the out. No, I'm dumb. My character was dumb. I uh, dum, 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 dum. I have to say, somebody who hadn't played in a long time, it was wild to me, like how much how much digital help there was mm-hmm. with it. Except for D and D Beyond, go fuck yourself. Yeah, D and D Beyond is like <laughs> legitimately terrible. D and D Beyond not sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> can't sp- yeah, can't spell D and D Beyond without E A. I think. <laughs> you can't read no. or spell. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dragonman. Yeah, so that that combat um that was supposed to be well, first it was supposed to be easier and then it was supposed to be harder. Like killed Alex. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't kill Alex. It almost killed Alex. I allowed him to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so the, those goblins were supposed to be like one-hit guys. Um, and I was like, no, that's that's gonna be too easy for them. They're they're fifth level. Like they'll they'll plow through that. And then so I, I made them all goblin chieftains, which like tripled their hit points. Well, I you know it. what? So after you guys dispatched of like the wargs and the ogres and the goblins, there was gonna be a uh, a hill giant that was gonna come in and start smashing. No. <laughs> yeah, you, Alex. And- like, <laughs> I'm glad we were out Larry, of time. It beat the shit out of me. Well, no, at, at the point where like you guys were getting the shit kicked out of you, and my dice Maybe. really, really hated Alex. I was like, yeah, no, I can't throw that. <laughs> I took four points of damage, and it they almost cried. It hurt. It was fine. <laughs> Zap people. <laughs> that was yeah. that was my. I mean, I'm at a level three spells. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the game. Was where it got to that typical like cloth caster point for me where i'm like <laughs> i've taken uh, any damage and i'm now angry about it on a fundamental level and now i'm gonna unleash an apocalypse upon everything and God. i do not care 
You did. It was also you brief, murder people. You were briefly like a Captain Hammer too. Like, is this what pain is? <laughs> <laughs> Even those that ran, no, you did not run from me. Well, that's that's the that's the joy of playing a cloth caster to me is that like, let's be real, most hits aren't gonna kill you, <laughs> they but they can. <laughs> like, all it takes is like one real good hit, and I'm yeah. down. Versus like Alex, one real good hit, and he's hurt. But how many real good hits did he take? Because he, he took, took like a 10, shitload. Yeah. Yeah, I I critted on Alex three times. <laughs> three times I rolled natural 20s against Alex, but my damage dice were rolling absolute fucking garbage. <laughs> like, literally every time I crit, my, my, it was all D6s, never rolled above a three. I was just like, mother... And I forgot I had a shield. <laughs> yeah. I went to the... Like, wait, guys, I have a shield, right? Like, hey, what's your AC again? Yeah. 13? <laughs> it should be 15. <laughs> Half of these hits wouldn't have hit you. <laughs> but... Here's uh, in, here's what I think was happening. We were getting ready to go to the fight. Alex decided he had to have his b boy style out. He put the shield down with spinning on it. Yeah, he wanted to be a turtle. He's a lizard person. <laughs> like when the fight started, we just looked over and he was spinning on his head. Then he stopped. He's like this. <laughs> Top that. <laughs> you just got served and got the shit beat out of me. <laughs> Well, Man. you finished that sweet spin and now you're prone. <laughs> Imagine the hill giant came and just like started to use Alex to beat us with him. <laughs> yeah. Use a motherfucker to beat another motherfucker. Yeah, they've been so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I would have definitely died if that fight continued though because like by the end I had expelled basically every trick I had. Yeah. Even had like I was down to just like I got three spells left and I can just be, I'll be like <laughs> press the digitation. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm going to noise. I'm just going to mage hand like handful of and le- handfuls of leave like by people. <laughs> Pocket sand. Yeah. <laughs> Pocket sand. Pocket sand. I use a runaway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, not to spoil the, the the session too much, but Alex was, died. Uh, yeah, Alex died at least once. Yeah, at least um, he was unconscious. Yes, and then brought he back in contact. Woke up and got beat <laughs> again. What's happening? <laughs> Yeah, so when uh, when you were actually down, you had failed that death saving throw, I, I could have killed you because then the ogre was up next. And I was like, do I go for the kill <laughs> or no, I'll just, I'm, just, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to hit the guy that's still standing. But yeah, I could have hit you and made you fail another two death saving throws and that would have been it for uh, Sumash. Mm. I gotcha. No more death saving throws. Automatically got, got him through that. Um, yeah. That was my first cleric. That was that was the other thing that was kind of cool. I, I kind of went out of my um, comfort zone, I guess, and kind of like cler- clerics a lot now. I stayed dead center in my comfort zone. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're coming back, so. Dragonborn is, there's not a whole lot to them, though. Well, Even for a barbarian. You can like breathe fire. fire. But once. Th- that's actually one of the things I did More notice. More than me. Um, from when I played to yeah, now, like yeah. when I played, there were like all the advanced classes or races, which were like Tiefling, Dragonborn, all those yeah. you could play as them, but they were like massively overpowered. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, get your DMs approve all the stuff. A lot of times they were in just the monster manual. Yeah. Yeah. And what I thought was wild was I was like, so I can just, I just play as a Tiefling. Like I don't need to, yeah, I don't need to beg you for this or do anything. And like, and when I looked at their powers, they have, they have cool abilities. Nothing's game breaking. They're like more flavor. And even like he breathes fire. But once a day, like, it's no different than if he just had a scroll or a sword that let him do, like, one cool thing. But so it's a bonus that wasn't there. Because, I mean, coming from 3.5, we didn't have that. It was just, like, ability modifier changes, and that was it. Maybe dark vision. If you were lucky. If you were lucky. In my day, we got dark vision, and we were grateful. I have so many different types of dark vision. <laughs> so I was kind of like, 
for whatever reason, I, I was getting on the, uh, I was going through the history of D&D, and I kind of stopped at the uh, the 80s when the Satanic Panic stuff happened, and that was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. It's like, what, some dude went missing, and then they're like, he taught, he played D&D once. <gasps> it's the D&D. It's literally what they're doing with video, violent video games right now, yep. like yep. Uh, well, mass shootings. And it was so, like, because I'm old enough to, like, I was I was there during was there, all of man. it. man. Um, when I started playing D&D, I think it was like 19... Like 1990. Um, so it was like, it was 1990. And I remember very specifically my mom who didn't care if I watched like Robocop and I was a child. Or Hellraiser. Or Hellraiser. The only thing she ever questioned me on, even a little bit, she was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to my friend's house. We're playing a thing called Dungeons and Dragons. She's like, oh, wait, hold on. I've heard about that. <laughs> it was on the news. That's a cult. Yeah. And I mean, she was cool. After I was like, no, it's, I showed her the book and she's like, it's oh. actually quite boring, mom. <laughs> yeah. I showed her the book and she's <laughs> like, all right, get out of here, you nerd. <laughs> well, like even Nintendo, when that like, came out, you're never going to see a boob. Get out of yeah, here. It's quite the opposite of drugs. <laughs> not even two. <laughs> a yeah, boob. You're not even going to accidentally see like a nip slip you'll somewhere. See a boob, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky, it won't be yours. Yeah. He's nerd. <laughs> Gives you a noogie on the way over. <laughs> he's a good kid. <laughs> But yeah, it was... my mom never said I was cool. The one time I posted <laughs> on Facebook, my mom said I'm cool. She corrected me. <laughs> I actually did not. <laughs> did you see your mom's review on our Facebook? Uh, oh, yeah. Something like, <laughs> uh, that's my son. He has, <laughs> he has a, a beautiful voice. He has a beautiful voice. That's my handsome son. <laughs> then you had to realize you had to remind her that was Alex who she was yeah. listening to. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom's right. I got the face for podcast. You're like, no, mom, that was Alex. <laughs> My oh boy's God. so handsome. It's me, your son, Matt. <laughs> Mom. Mom, I'm here on the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. she left a review, though. How sweet, yeah, though. Mom, she really probably doesn't listen at all. <laughs> well, if you do, she'll probably listen for a second. We appreciate you. If you don't, we don't. Also, <laughs> Matt's a grown man, and he is allowed to have cupcakes at any time of day. Can I still do Got laundry you, at your house? But he, needs, <laughs> he needs to use your washer and dryer. Please. <laughs> he is not eating healthy. I could tell you that much. <laughs> it's healthy. I just eat a lot of it. There you go. <laughs> Matt didn't eat all the chicken tonight, and there's children starving. He's been starving. He's dead. No, he doesn't eat people food. He just eats He's nothing but treats. Like yeah. This is this is how he is most of the time. <laughs> I just have to drug him to be like this when you guys are here. I think he hates me. He, no, he, that's the problem. He fucking loves you guys. Like he Aww. loves when people that aren't me come over, and he's like, "Hell yeah, party, <laughs> party!" I, I left the uh, the recording equipment here um, after we recorded, and Mike was in Vegas, so I had to come over here and get it. And immediately, Finn jumps over there. He's like, mur, 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 mur. "Oh yeah, you got <laughs> so yeah, you got to experience like the panicked version of it, where you're like, is something wrong? Every I'm morning dying. when I wake up, that's what I get. Like." Mur, mur, like it's been eight hours and then, yeah and then he does the running between my feet trying to kill me because he's like <laughs> if you're crippled you'll get them cats but 90 percent of the time it's cats. just this <laughs> the musical um back to dnd and satanic satanic panic semantic 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 panic ceramic panics Satanic. Um, <laughs> oh, satanic. Damn it, I screwed up too. <laughs> Satantric. <laughs> Satantric. Hmm. Um, I always thought that, that was funny because it's like, I think D&D is kind of the opposite of what they built that up to be. It's like some sort of secret cult, some sort of cabal. Kids are committing suicide because they're getting it, way into their characters. If anything, honestly, D&D kept me from being the kid they thought they said I was going to be because yeah. I w- I'm, I'm super socially awkward. 
I'm a complete introvert. I get that. that. It forced me to talk to people. And some of my best friends growing up were people that otherwise I never would have been friends with Mm -hmm. because they were the kids that were like, I love sports. And I was like, I decidedly do not. (laughs) But like we're hanging out with Alex. No, but yeah, I mean, honestly, though, that is kind of the thing. Like growing up, like I probably wouldn't run in the cool kid, though, (laughs) but I I probably wouldn't run in the same circles as you. (laughs) (laughs) You could have at least paused before you said it. First, Mike, then man, then Sean. You want to get on this? You were on one earlier. I had the Clayton Kershaw joke during the game. So I feel like I got my digs in. Also, get I, that Patreon so you can hear it. Also, I do believe I said earlier that you're my favorite person on the podcast, and I meant it. That came from my heart. <laughs> That's true. He's talking to Sean. I thought <laughs> yeah, I was. I was looking at Sean, but I was. I was. I was. I was, I was about Sean. Don't look away from me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, totally. Like uh, the my like. Basically, lifelong friends now that I met in high school, I met because we started playing D&D. Like, they already had been going. I had learned with my cousin the summer before, and then I kind of jumped in with them. And since junior year, I've been, like, best friends with these guys, like, since then. My best man at my wedding was a kid that I met because he saw me sorting magic cards in class. Didn't beat me up. Instead, asked what they were. I taught him how to play it. Then I was like... If you like this, you want to you want to play Dungeons and Dragons with us? If you want to come over, my mom's making mac and cheese. No, he never played at my mom's house. Mm. She would have made fun of us. My mom is the <laughs> sweetest nerds. woman, but like that is the one point where she'll just become a savage. <laughs> <laughs> you bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, high five yourself. Got him. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I will say so. With math in general, Common Core and education is horrible. Like I'm not sure if you ever guys if you guys saw the the video where there's Common Core math. And there's another person like doing the old school I've math like, we learned. I've seen like examples. And, and they're stuff, like, yeah. then the person's done with a math problem. They're making coffee. They're outside uh, drinking the coffee with their dogs while the common core person is still working on this one equation that's super easy. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is still better at math <laughs> than common core. <laughs> I think that's why I'm good at like quick additions because it's D&D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I th- honestly, I think I think mm-hmm. a big part of like my being able to just add up like small numbers very fast yeah. or like understanding like probabilities none of that came from math class <laughs> yeah that all came from like just the fact that i was like playing D and then moved on to the hard drugs right. like riffs <laughs> just like that one time i did a really big fireball oh, d6s <laughs> i uh see the funny thing too is like as much as i do like dungeons and dragons i think for me what it awakened more was that i'd like to play more pen and paper games i really don't want to play dungeons and dragons that badly like i, I like it but it's just mm. not my setting of choice but if like somebody were to walk in here and be like, "You won't play Shadowrun," I was gonna say, yeah, "Jesus Shadow Christ, you couldn't get." I I like literally would tear my shirt off and I'd have like a cyberpunk. <laughs> yes. <in> <laughs> like I would just be like, "Let me put my ocular uh, attachments in and like slam something into my eyeball." There's a ripper. Yeah. Oh God, I'll play Shadowrun right the hell. I've now. never actually played a um, pen and paper Shadowrun. I played like the top down games. So pen and paper Shadowrun is the first game I played that made Dungeons and Dragons look simple because mm-hmm. it was just so intense. And this was this was again back like early '90s. I went to my fr- another friend's house, and it turned out his mom and dad were hardcore D and D nerds, and they they were like, "Oh, you kids play D and D? That's cu- that's cute. Let's show you the big boy games." And they brought us in and like showed us like turns on the black light, all the posters start glowing. <laughs> that, that might have happened. Just the posters. <laughs> but um, yeah, they showed us like uh, riffs and gurps and like. <laughs> Fuck, are you saying to me right now? <laughs> Did you have you never seen Gurps? You ever take a sneak by the barn? I want to say it was made by Steve Jackson Games. It was a generic universal role playing system. It was a role playing system that was built so that you could do anything in it. Yeah, because I heard you mention that before, and then someone 
I think on the Twitter mentioned groups. Like, the Were you just sitting there going, like, just like, like gushers? Well, Mike had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we talked about goosebumps earlier. Groups, 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 We did it. Goosebumps. Proud of us, right? And then coming back to, I, I just want to finish this point because it's no, just funny. No it's finishing points here. It's bad. only tangents. It's as pointy as a D4. Um, the satanic panic part evolved into that uh, Mazes and Monsters, which is incredible. Oh my God. It's so good. Because think of Reefer Madness, but for D&D. Starring Tom Hanks. Starring Tom Starring Hanks. America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks. But it literally started as a pamphlet oh, first. Alex's face just tells me I'm going to find the trailer for this Find the trailer, quick. please. So, I mean, we watched that YouTube video um, before we started recording, and so I, they explained it. I yeah. just don't know about it. So it was a it was a thing during the whole satanic panic thing involving D and D, where people were thinking it's like some weird cult thing or whatever. And so I think like some church came up with these pamphlets that were like hardcore anti D and D, basically saying like, yeah, this is brainwashing your child, and they're gonna go get too uh they're, yeah they're gonna do too much math um i think it was trying to say that they're gonna get too into their character that they're gonna lose themselves and then like run away and be a cleric or something <laughs> and like die on accident and so they made a whole movie on that with tom hanks it's like one of his first movies is it is that is that so that's a trailer that's not the full movie like full it's, movies. Not, it's just oh, like scene, oh no there's it's a, a full movie yeah i'm gonna watch it yeah i'm gonna find it now can you put it on um, You mean right here where you can just get it on YouTube for $2.99? Oh, it's, on Am- it's on Amazon, actually. I looked it up earlier. Oh, Amazon it's on, Prime? It's on Prime. Sweet. Yeah. Amazon, Amazon. So yeah, that, it, it evolved from a true story where this this kid really just ran away. Like, he didn't even die. They later yeah. found out that he just It was just a like, kid who plays D&D. Yeah, and so they, they tied it into it because they had a shitty detective that's like, I don't know, probably this thing over here. Well, from what I read, uh, he actually wrote a book later... Um, and that boy and he, was Gary Gygax. No, <laughs> um, the he he reported that because that's what the family had wanted because the kid was actually suffering from like schizophrenia or some sort of mental health uh, m- mental health disorder, and his family didn't want like the coverage beyond that, so they just said, "Oh, we're just gonna throw it on this game, and it, it'll just blow over." And then it it did not blow over, <laughs> and he later tried to retract his statements, and everyone was like, "No, fuck you! It's the satanic panic. D and D is summoning demons and making so our children va- go crazy. People don't vaccine their kids. <laughs> kind of like the same story, pretty much." And then I guess they uh, actually actually pulled Gary Gygax into court about this, and they're Jeez. like, six kids." That committed suicide. We're also playing Dungeons and Dragons. How can you explain that? And he's like, "We're in the height of a teen suicide epidemic. You listed six kids out of thousands, <laughs> right? They and also, also like, ate mac and cheese. Yeah, they breathe air and drink water. Oh my God, it's the happening. But the thing is, too, so um, Dungeons and Dragons got sold to a different publisher. From the original one was uh, the one that Gary created, TSR, TSR, and then it gets sold over to. Wizards of the Coast. I think it was uh, one in between then. Yeah, it was pre because it went something else. It was his indie, then TSR, then TSR got bought by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. And then, so th- they actually got a really big publisher and were doing like thousands of books at this time. And so they were just selling like Gangbusters because it's all over the news now. It just exploded because it became kind of like, you know, the for- forbidden thing. Like, oh, I don't know. Should we really be playing this, guys? This is the book. This is the book it's based on. The Dungeon Master, yep. The Disappearance yeah. of James Dallas Egbert III. <laughs> yep, by William Deere. Egbert. Well, it's funny, too, because like it, what it reminds me of so much is um, 
the stories of from the 50s of when like a family's like just very good girl daughter would get she would just go away for a while That's and then what come it was. back she was doing drugs or her uh or or she'd go join a convent and nobody could figure out why it's like oh because she's pregnant and the family's too embarrassed to just say our daughter had sex yeah and then or i mean also that, we had to go scramble up her brains that's way worse than this like the, obviously but the Kennedy th- sister. it was the same idea of this where it's like the whole idea of the family just going like well we're embarrassed by your uh issues and so instead of confronting them, we're just accepting that this is a this is what happens in the world Remember, we're gonna make your a weird brother story. your brother <laughs> god um but if you want a, a really kind of modern good look at this whole situation i don't know if you guys watch riverdale i watched the first season it's a guilty pleasure there's one I'm, I'm a guilty pleasure. No. <laughs> no, why, what? You're not a pleasure. <laughs> but there's my guilty. <laughs> no, because you asked previously for guilty pleasures. Uh, Riverdale you. would be one because yeah. it's hot garbage that's entertaining. But yeah. the 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 season before the one that just started, um, their their take on the whole Dungeons and Dragons thing was uh, Griffins and Gargoyles, <laughs> and it actually did a really good job of like playing up the satanic panic. And I was like, okay, is this gonna have a good impact or a bad impact? And I loved it. I was yeah. like, oh, this is actually really fucking good. So now there's a bunch of people playing D and D because they're like, hot Archie said we should do yeah. it. <laughs> Pretty much. This thirty year old, eighteen year old is playing it. <laughs> this thirty year old, eighteen year old who is again Archie from the <laughs> shitty comic books, but he's now extremely attractive, yeah. and so is everybody, yeah. including each other. Teachers. <laughs> and every video game company is on fire. So go play D D. Can we just start calling uh, Riverdale fuckable Archie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Come on, please like, stop. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I got Walking that. Fuckable got Archie. That, I got that appointment TV. You're gonna go watch fuckable Archie. So real, real quick. Um. The the new season just started for Riverdale, and there's actually a character. It's fuck a, it, who's yeah, a who, yeah, he won't fuck Archie. He definitely won't fuck Archie because um, he actually treats these sixteen and seventeen year olds like they're sixteen and seventeen year olds, and not like they're you right. know in their twenties. Yeah, you I'm know, a character it's like, called unfuckable Archie. <laughs> like, oh, you guys are going to start handing out flyers for a, a party where there's going to be drinking, um, in <laughs> the middle of school on a school day. And Great, children? I'm going to call the cops on it. Yeah. The teacher's unfuckable, Archie, it turned out. <laughs> I'm going to um, take back the name for me. I think Alex was talking in the chat about like how um, more mainstream D&D is now. And you were saying that it could be because you know we're tired of video games like Nickel and Diamond is all the time. Um, I do think a lot of it has to do with like stuff like Stranger Things. And now apparently Archie did it. Well, and they're showing it the way it actually is. instead of Because yeah. every, every other time there's ever been role-playing games in media... It's like, I love, we talked about a minute ago, the movie Role Models. I love that movie. It's hilarious. But it still kills me that they're like, just, not just LARPers, but they're the worst version of a LARPer. And that's what people, I remember growing up, I'd be like, me and my friends would hide that we were playing D&D. Like, if if anyone asked what we were doing on Friday nights, we're like, hard drugs, like, whatever it was. Smoke cigarettes. (laughs) Because, like, if we ever said what we were doing, they're like, oh, are you the nerds that run around going, fireball, lightning bolt. No, we're under the dock. Uh, doing crack. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I to be fair, I tell I it to my you, wife. Buddy. I did it for you. <laughs> I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, <laughs> See, it's weird when it's weird when people do it and you're talking. Playing play Dungeons and Dragons, you're like, "Fucking nerd, get out of here!" <laughs> I'll see you when you get home. <laughs> yeah, it's, but I, I, do, I do think like what you were saying. It's more, it is more acceptable now because there's, I, I hate saying it this way, but there's positive media representation of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because and um, that's it's starting to be cool now, guys. Well, and it's, it's. 
it's the way less important version of that thing where like representation matters in all aspects, not just for race and gender, but like in general, like just like, hey, that thing you like, other people like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find people. It may not be a lot, but you'll find other people. It's and not now, just Vin Diesel, like, what was yeah, that like, but also Vin Diesel plays it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and uh, Joe Manganiello. Uh, but also, like, like kind of like we were saying previously, the representation of D and D was always just like, yeah, basement dwelling nerds dressing up too. Like, yeah, I got yeah. my wizard robe. I'm, I'm gonna ready go play D and I got my ears on. Or that's it's it's a hundred percent the reason I hate the show Big Bang Theory. Yeah, like. <sighs> I hate that, that show. show. Yeah, I'm with you. The, the show, the show. It's not for nerds. Could be good. It's, not it's for the parents for of nerds. One. I'll never know because every time I'd watch it, I but, would always watch the cringiest shit where they would take something I love and shit and try to make it. me embarrassed for liking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what it, about the Star Wars? Ha <laughs> ha, bazoople. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it would drive me crazy because yeah, I'm just out like the laugh track on it. It is the worst show. Take out the laugh track. It's like, well, you're you're an asshole, friend. And that's the skit. That's yeah. the skit. Like, why are you making fun of your fans? He's nothing wrong. But but you're doing a bad Indian accent. But that's been the show. For, <laughs> yeah, that's been the show for the longest time. Is like, well, oh look, Sheldon and Leonard are playing Dungeons and Dragons. One of them had to put their goofy ears on. Then here comes Leonard wearing a green cape, and it's like, or it could just be like four normal looking people in a living room <laughs> right. drinking and having fun and the same way like their dads played poker literally mm-hmm. how i described dnd to some people is, this Ner- is nerd it's nerd poker, poker. Yeah. yep I, I've, I've i think i've said the exact same words mm-hmm. i've also described it we've had like the i've i've had somebody walk in the room and we were playing it on a mat like the grid map mm-hmm. and my, first i it. covered my chest and was like get out but then i <laughs> Um, but then they were like, well, what are you guys doing? I was like, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. They're like, oh, I thought that was that. Like, literally, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, I thought it was that, like, and they were like making the motion, like moving a staff. Yeah. And I went like, no, nah, it's just like chess. Like the way we played, it's like chess with dice rolls. Yeah. Like instead of the queen just taking out a piece because she touches it, like. Or like what it evolved all the pieces from was the, the, the miniature army game. Yeah. And that was always the funny thing for me because I was a real big nerd growing up. So D&D <laughs> led to me getting yeah. super. <laughs> Okay, let me rephrase. I've been a real big nerd my whole life. <laughs> there you go. So D&D rolled into me playing Warhammer really Rolled. obsessively. No, thank you. And the weirdest part was I had fewer people give me shit for playing Warhammer, a game that cost me hundreds of dollars and resulted in me painting and learning how to yeah. paint miniatures. Yep. Nobody gave me shit for that. But the second I was like, oh, I'm going to play D&D, and I just had a book in my hand. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's in a cult. But yeah, D&D fun. Yeah, where your mind is the DLC. Kind of. Pretty much. I've spent a lot of money on books, Fucking marketing so. nerd. <laughs> that is like, that is perfect marketing speech. Like, right there, it's like, guys, we're going to fight against this. Your mind is the DLC, and now that's all the posters. <laughs> there we go. You say that, though. Your but, mind is the loot box. But I, I do spend a lot of money on D&D. Like, I was telling you, I had to stop myself from buying $50 dice. Okay, day. but that's like, op- that's optional, though. Like, a lot sure. of skins are so yeah, pretty, I bet. Gorgeous, <laughs> but, but and that's the fifty dollars cool. not that bad though compared to like all these other DLCs. Well, also or, every every book is 50, every Price book is fifty dollars. But that's the thing that's too. Not is, on Amazon. It's not. You, yeah, you don't. Not well, okay. Well, I like to support my local game store. How did you? I, yeah, I was gonna say. How did, how did you get the player sample again? I supported a local game store in Russia, <laughs> <laughs> which somehow had the English versions of the books. That was crazy. Um, no, but that, that is that is the nice part though. Is like because when I was growing up, like I didn't have a ton of money. And most of my friends didn't, but we either would pool our money and buy like the important books or we would take turns. Like if there was like, cause I always played like mages. So anytime a mystical style book would come out, that was my responsibility to buy. Yeah. One of my friends would always buy the ones that were for like fighters. 
And so it builds this thing where it's um, it, it forced us to be a community and be like, okay, we're all going to chip in. We're all going to do this. It's like we're a party. Yeah. Well, and also like the the Trueberry Adventure, if I ever just said to some, one of my friends like, hey, I want you to come play, like the, my, the friend who was my best man. I didn't have to tell him like, okay, first off, I need you to go buy $300 worth of equipment. I literally said, bring a pen. Mm-hmm. If you would like to buy some dice, I'll take you to the store they have them at. They're like 10 bucks. If you want, we have plenty of dice. We'll let you borrow. I mean, it's that's the barrier of entry is can can your hand make a symbol on a page that looks like a letter or a number? <laughs> and even now, not even if can you type, can you use a yeah. computer, can you, you use you an got app? A smart, you got a smartphone? Yeah. Yeah. See, you got a smartphone? Huh? Oh, OK. No, I was getting mad at you when we played because for the longest time I forgot that's where your character was. And I thought you were just fucking around on your phone. <laughs> that's why I was annoyed with you. And then I, it took me a while to be like, oh, yeah, he's on, he's looking at his character. Like, I was legitimately getting a little bit like, all right, dude, come on. Like, we're trying to do something here. It's like when you're drawing in the corner. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm drawing for our podcast most of the time. <laughs> Let me, ball, yeah. Let me make a ball sack beholder. Uh, that is for the podcast. One hundred percent. Behold these nuts. Behold these nuts. There's there, podcast exclusive Joe. There was a there was like an eighty percent chance that That's that was going to be the sticker for the next month. Yes. And I didn't do it because I was like, well, people aren't going to want that on their bottle. No. Like, I might make a run of stickers of that for me and for us to hand out. Yes. Because like after I finished, I was like, I like this drawing so much, and I, <laughs> I hate what I like. It was really good. <laughs> Which is like. Not put three hours later on it at all and just like kind of put it up around game stores. <laughs> this will be like our Obey Giant sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it beholding these nuts? Because uh, it's a behold. Be- it's I know, a beholder. It's not beholding quote. these nuts. I can change it to behold these I'm nuts. Saying, like, just... here's the fun part of being the person who drew it. I can change anything on it. <laughs> but I won't. It, originally, <laughs> originally, he had another ball sack <laughs> off the main ball sack. I was like, Mike, that's too much. To be fair, <laughs> too ori- much to be fair. originally, originally, all the eye stocks were dicks. <laughs> yeah. And that was where I didn't even show you guys. I was like, well, this is where self-editing comes into play. And I had to redraw every one of them. Uh, this is my life. The part, the part that got me was like, half of them were circumcised and half of them weren't. Oh. <laughs> and I... <laughs> After I drew like the eighth one, I was like, I the eighth. Putting, I was <laughs> like, you eight dicks. I was like, I am putting so much work into drawing these dicks, and I had to erase them. Took you eight dicks. I would have been one. I'm like, nah. If there was ever an ad for our Patreon, it's this right here. If you want to know what we're talking about, if you want context, behind the scenes, there were some good times and bad times. Times were had. Times were had. All right. Okay. Um, dice any, hate, Alex. Anything else we want to go over before we go? I do. We, I do. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here. You invited me. He's a DM. He's a direct message. Um, <laughs> so if you want to get into D&D, uh, there are ways you can do Hire that. Hire Sean. Yeah, I, I'll do it 20, for money. $20 an hour. Whatever. What's that guy doing in New York? It's like, yeah, it's like $500 a session. Yeah. It's like, you guys are getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want get into, to get into D&D and you don't know where to start... um. Fifth edition is a great place to start for beginners, for people who played a long time ago and haven't played since first, second edition. It's it's very easy to get into. Um, if you're looking for what materials to buy, um, you can pick up the uh, starter set. It comes with a uh, pre-generated adventure, a set of dice, like five different character sheets, and it's um, a basic rule set that's separate from the player's handbook. It's everything that you need to run 
a full game. And if you're into Stranger Things, it's a Stranger Things starter set. There is. It comes with two, two Demigorgons. Yep. Um, and there's also, that just got released, the Essentials Kit. Um, it's basically the same thing as the starter set. It's a different adventure. And you can even, it's even set up to play um, with just one player, with just a Dungeon Master and mm. a player and then... Um, I'm not exactly sure how how that works out, but I'm pretty sure there's like NPCs that the the player can uh, like run as well. So if you want to start playing D and D, um, do it. Also, and if you're scared to to be a dungeon master, don't just do it. It's me. I'm scared. Well, <laughs> and those packs you talked about are the. I, I think those are the easiest way. Like, if not only are you not somebody who currently plays, but none of your friends are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And if any of your friends already play, then just Tell them to be a good friend and help you, and also just legitimately, if you need to buy any one thing, buy a player's handbook. Buy that one book. It's thirty bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like it'll, it'll. It's um, all I think you the, actually. The need. SRD is actually free through Wizards, which yep. is the, the the basic rules. Yeah, uh, it's not like any of the advanced stuff. Yeah, like it's the, the, it's literally like, hey, if you just want to play with your friends, here's yeah. what you need to know. Um, also, check out your local game stores. I mean, like, uh, we have Crazy Squirrel over here. They have, like, I think Wednesdays are their D&D nights. <laughs> they have, like, four different d Yeah, I was going to say, from what I've seen, most well, of their nights are D&D yeah, nights. Literally, when I went by, it's normally Friday, Friday Night Magic, but also I saw three rooms of uh, RP going on. Uh, we also have Heroes over here. I'm pretty sure they, they also started doing D&D nights. Um, but, yeah, wherever you are, you have a local game store, and they're pretty cool. They get the exclusive books, like the. Is he offended? <laughs> yes, he just looked at Alex like the fuck, bro. Brought you this, and this is what you do. This is how you do me. Yeah, the uh, the fancy books that I have were only available for local game stores. You can't couldn't buy them on like. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate they do that. They yeah. they've been doing that for a while, and that's such a such a good move. Matt, okay. you okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, stroke. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like uh, that guy on Parks and Rec, where they just leave him in the room, and he's just. Is he a robot? <laughs> The Cones of Denshire. Speaking of. I think that was like the first real good character I can think of. It was like a D&D nerd that they didn't make like the butt of the job. Like they, yeah. they did, but also they made a point of showing like this dude's wildly oh successful, yeah. is smart as shit. And like every time they're like, you fucking nerd, you made this game. You'd find 20 people like, I love your game. It's the best thing I've ever played. I don't know. He's the Ice Town clown. <laughs> I resonate with Ben on such an existential level. I like, do, yeah, I like Hell Zones. That too. <laughs> I, I, there was a very, very long period of time today. Where I was going to recommend we just get Hell Zones for dinner. I wouldn't have argued. No, yeah. it's a fancy hot pocket. Yeah, <laughs> but the episode where he's like, "I don't even have time to explain to you how much you're wrong." Yeah. actually, it's going to bother me. If I don't, the first time Nicole saw that episode, she looked dead in my face and was like, that's you. And I was like, I know. <laughs> well, actually, it's not. And let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, uh, anything else? No, my stomach's growling. Which one? Um, I haven't seen any. Okay. Let's get out of here first. Um, so that's it for three hours later. Mm-hmm. Catch I, us on Twitter. Oh. I don't think we even like rated it or whatever, but I recommend Dungeons and Dragons. I you do play too. <laughs> Mike hated it. <laughs> I won't play Shadowrun. Yeah, I just won't play. I won't play cool games like Shadowrun and Star Wars. And I obviously recommend it because I run the fucking game. <laughs> it would have been great. This is how you're just like, and this is where I finally have the balls to tell you guys I hate this shit. <laughs> I'm done with you. I quit. Just go play something else, Star Trek nerds. Yeah, everyone start playing so there's more DMs in the world so Sean can be a player. Right.
please invite me to your game. <laughs> All so, right. Uh, yeah. Find us on. Find us on Twitter at the number three HRS underscore later. And on Facebook and Instagram at number three HRS no underscore later. And if you want to hear the uh, recording of the campaign, you can find it on our Patreon soon. I'm working on that. It's going to be it's it's a it's a chunky boy. Uh, so it's going to be a while before I can uh, get it all edited. And partially that's the reason why it's not going to go on our main uh, podcast feed is because we do have a limit to how much uh, data I can upload. And this is going to go way over. So we kind of be screwed for the rest of the month that I do upload it. But and yeah. also I want dollars. Give us a dollar. I mean, honestly, if we get enough, I, I will just take the hit and put it on the the regular feed. So if you donate, you might be helping out someone else to listen. And also, if you donate, this might encourage us to make more of these. Yeah. Yeah. We might just anyways, honestly. <laughs> oh, no. We'll play it, but they don't get to hear it. Nope. <laughs> That's, it'll be for us. I'll record it, too, and I'll just put it yeah. in a vault. Yeah, we'll play yeah. like a clip from it and be like, doesn't that sound fun? And then but- burn it in front of them. <laughs> Our Patreon that's, just got real vindictive. <laughs> that's going to be the first YouTube video. It's just, just like taking the recording, setting it on fire. <laughs> it's having Mike eat a flash drive. Oh. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll eat an SD card right now. <laughs> Where's that Nintendo cartridge? All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.